Hey, hey, welcome back to Mamas Have Special Needs 2. I'm your host, Ashley Johnston, and this is episode 119, Why We Avoid Emotions. Welcome to the Mamas Have Special Needs 2 podcast, where we are learning to thrive in and enjoy our lives again. I'm your host, Ashley Johnston. Let's go. Hey, ladies, welcome back. So, um, I was just reviewing my um, podcast episode and realized that I totally skipped episode 118. At least I'm pretty sure I did. Anyway, so this is the official 119, and we'll need to go back and change the label. But when you listen to it, it'll probably still say 119 on last week's episode. So, uh, <laughs> that's funny. Anyway, we keep going. On we go. Um, So today, let's talk about why we avoid emotions. And the reason why I picked this is because I have been thinking about processing and designing a class for a a pay-it-forward class that I'm doing with the Life Coach University. Um, Anyway, it's, it's free coaching. Like the whole goal is to coach millions more for free, giving access to these coaching concepts and even free coaching to anyone that feels they need it, who cannot afford it, or who are curious about what it even is and if it's for them or if it's not for them. So mine will be tomorrow on Tuesday, the, um, what date is that? Tuesday, October 17th. 9 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, that's 12 p.m. Eastern Time, and I will be talking about emotions, but not just about why we have them or why we avoid them, but how do we process them and how do we move on from them and how do we get them to work in our favor and what, what do we even do with them, especially when they are holding our lives up or inhibiting us from doing the things we want to do. So if that is something that interests you. You don't want to miss that class because I know that when I was four or five years ago, when I was going through kind of the entry into discovering that I was a parent that had a child that had special needs, that had medical issues, I was overwhelmed and just drowning in all the emotions that I felt and all of the things that I needed to do while that was all happening. And it was, I mean, overwhelming, like debilitatingly so, overwhelming. And um, the information I'm going to share is something that would have changed my life had I known it then. Luckily, I found it not too many years after that, but it would have been a game changer up front. So that's what I'm talking about. But in this episode, I just want to give a little snippet of what will be in that class, which is why... Do we avoid emotions in the first place? Now, there's a lot of things that we do with the feelings that we feel, with emotions. We, we don't just avoid them, but we resist them. We react to them, right? When we feel angry, we yell. That's a reaction, right? Perhaps when we feel sad, we might push it down, right? That's a resistance. Or maybe when we are feeling frustrated, we might overeat, right? That's a kind of avoidance. We're trying to run away from it in a sense by buffering with food. But we don't just try to avoid them, resist them, or react to them. We also seek them out. We do, and when I'm saying we, I mean like as humans, we do sometimes crazy things to try to feel something, right? Whether that's 
the feeling of accomplishment when we have completed a goal we set, whether that is a certain physical goal, whether it's weight loss, or maybe you're doing something athletic, or maybe it's a money goal, maybe it's a relationship kind of thing. Maybe it is just making it through the day without losing it, right? But we want to do things to feel something. And it's very prominent with happiness, right? Happiness is that we just want everyone to be happy and we want to try to reach that. All of our marketing is geared towards that. So happiness is something that often we're chasing that we think will come when we have everything lined out, whether that is the American dream for you or some other kind of dream. But once that dream happens, then we will feel happy. And so we do what we can to make that happen so that we can feel happy. We're willing to control other people, whether our spouses or our kids, their behaviors, so that we can be happy. We're willing to lie to people for it. Um, <laughs> I actually have a story about that. There is a, um, I was listening to someone get coached. And this woman wanted to make more money in her business. She was an entrepreneur. And she was getting coached on it. And when she was getting coached, she's like, I want to make more money. And she's like, okay. Well, the coach was like, well, how much money do you make now? And she was like, well, I, you know, I make somewhere between, gosh, I don't remember. How much was it? I think it might've been 500,000 a year or something like that. And she wanted to make more. Um, so she said, I make around, you know, about, about 500,000. She's like, and the coach is like, is that how much you make? And she's like, sure. She's like, what do you mean sure? Like, either it is or it isn't. And they had a conversation, probably about two or three minutes, until this client finally was like, okay, here's what I make. And what was fascinating about that, as they continued to coach her, is they realized that she initially was lying about how much she made because she felt ashamed she felt ashamed because she was like, I already make a lot of money and I want to make more, but I don't want people to know how much I make because I feel ashamed. Like people will say, who do you think you are for wanting to make more money because of how much you're making, right? And so in order to avoid feeling shame, she lied, right? Isn't that so fascinating? It's fascinating because feelings are just vibrations in our body. Like if we just stop for a minute when we're feeling something and tune in, go internal to our bodies, all we will notice is there's a vibration, right? If we're not reacting, we're not acting out our emotions, we're not avoiding it, we're not trying to run away from it, we're just paying attention to it, we'll notice it's just a vibration in our body. And yet we are willing to do all sorts of things to not feel things and to feel things. So why? Why are we willing to avoid emotions, right? That's what this particular podcast is about. And I do have to say this thought process and this idea isn't fully formed. This, what I'm sharing you with you is the process of discovering and understanding more about why we do what we do when we feel what we feel or why we don't do it, or why we avoid emotions, or why we seek them out. So have a little grace as I, as I share this with you. But the conclusion that I have come to so far about why we avoid emotions is because of what we are making those emotions mean. 
What do we make it mean about ourselves and our lives? So for example, early on when we were trying many things to figure out why my daughter was failing to thrive, we were trying a ton of things and getting advice from many different doctors and many different clinics. And we had failure after failure after failure. She wasn't gaining the weight. We tried something again. She wasn't gaining the weight. We tried something again. She maybe even lost some weight. And after so many failures, defeat was the emotion that immediately would come. And it felt awful. And I remember that I would overwork. I would give up my hobbies. I would do give up my self-care, wouldn't shower, wouldn't do anything that was enjoyable for myself. I would just do mom things. I was taking care of my baby, taking care of my toddler, doing preschool, doing house organizations and meal planning and organizing all the doctor's appointments and anything that would really kind of amplify my role as a mother. And as I thought about it, what I realized was that every time we tried something and it didn't work, I would feel defeated. And that was a big problem for me because of the story that I told myself when I was feeling defeated. And the story went something like this. You are a terrible mother. Perhaps you were never meant to be a mother. Obviously, you're failing at this. If you were meant to be a mother, and if you were a good mother, then your daughter would be thriving. And that is the story I told myself pretty much unconsciously every time I felt defeated. And it wasn't until more recently that I've come to understand that the reason that I was taking all of those actions to overwork myself as a mother was to compensate for that story in my mind. It was trying, I was trying to outwork that story. That perhaps maybe if I did all of these other things that other people could see, even, that I would be able to convince myself and convince other people that I was a good mother, that I was supposed to be a mom, and that I was a good mom in spite of the fact that my daughter was really struggling. And that maybe if I could outwork that story, then I wouldn't have to feel defeated. That maybe I could feel like I was doing a good job. But that was exhausting. You cannot outrun or avoid your emotions. They always show up. And they should. That's how we're designed. We're designed to feel a wide range of emotions, not just happiness. Happiness is a nice one to feel. That's why we go for it. Defeated is not, and that's why we avoid it. But we are designed to be able to feel them. And we know that because we do. But what we don't seem to understand, at least I sure didn't, is that you can feel something and not make it mean something negative about your identity. I could feel defeated and not think that 
I must be a terrible mother or that I was never meant to be one or that I'm failing because my daughter is struggling. I can feel defeated and just feel it. I can just sit with that vibration. This is defeat. This is what defeat feels like. I feel defeated. And that's okay. I don't have to make it mean that I'm a terrible mother. I don't have to make it mean that I was never supposed to be one. And I can have compassion for myself and realize that this is hard. Of course I'm feeling defeated. We've tried so many ways to try to help our daughter thrive and still we haven't succeeded. Of course I'm going to feel defeated. But it doesn't mean all of these other negative things that I'm thinking about myself. And I'm going to make a lucky guess that I am not the only mother out there that feels this way or that I'm the only mother that has that kind of a narrative about herself somewhere. It may not be conscious. For me, it wasn't for a long time. But I knew that I was willing to do so many things to avoid feeling defeated. And so what I want to invite you to do, right, because it's so fascinating that we're willing to do this. And I will share more as I unpack more and discover more. But what I want to invite you to do right now is to just question what you're making those emotions mean, those emotions that you are trying to avoid, whether you're lying to yourself, you're overworking yourself, you're denying yourself um, pleasures or fun things or hobbies, or you're neglecting yourself, all of those things. Just look for those red flags and ask yourself, what am I trying to avoid here and why am I trying to avoid it? What am I making this emotion mean when I feel it? And just observe it with compassion. And then ask yourself, I'm sure I have a good reason for wanting to avoid this. Why? It makes total sense that I'm feeling it and I don't have to make it mean this whole negative story that I'm telling myself. Okay, try it on. It's awesome. Now, if you want to hear more about this topic specifically, then you're going to want to tune into my Pay It Forward talk, which you can find at the link below in the show notes. Okay. It's a webinar on Zoom and you just pop on there. You just watch and that'll be it. I might have some Q and A's there. Um, It's going to be my first time hosting a webinar, and so I'll need to figure out the tech. If I figure out the tech, then we'll get to have a conversation right there. And if you can't make it at that time, it will be on replay, and you can see it then. I think it will also be on YouTube. I will update and link some um, links in the show notes below as well. Um, But if you're watching it in replay and you want to connect on something, you're always welcome to email me, ashleyjohnstoncoaching at gmail.com. And my name is spelled uniquely. I'm sure you've noticed. It's A-S-H-L-E-I-G-H, Johnston, J-O-H-N-S-T-O-N, coaching at gmail.com. Email me so we can further this conversation, or you can ask me new questions, or you can get some free coaching. 
figure out what that's like and if that's for you. Okay. So pay it forward talk. Tuesday, October 17th, 9 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, 12 a.m. Eastern Time. Hope to see you there. And until next time, take care. Hey, mamas, listen. You can create the life and relationships you want as a mother raising children with special needs. And I can show you how. We can hop on a free Zoom call and talk about what you need, what you want, and what I have to offer no pressure and it'll be super fun to chat and connect so send me a message on my instagram mamas have special needs too the link's below and let's hop on a call mm-hmm.